to the Pinstripe Podcast. Scotty, what's up? How much? Took a week off. On a scale, (laughs) yeah, took a week off. Took a vacation. (laughs) God, I feel like I haven't seen Scotty in years. Um, On a scale of one to ten, how are you feeling about this last week of Yankee baseball? Actually, Um... I I don't know if I can, because I can't put it on a scale. Of I can schedule it like four different ways. So I was like, gonna say, I'm feeling what were the like, I feel like a nine on Aaron Judge here. Yeah. Like a nine on Aaron Judge. I'm feeling about a steroid use on IKF. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling like a three on everybody else. <laughs> oh, and Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole's up there as well. Garrett Cole's up there. <laughs> and I think you can put our two young boys, Mr. Oswaldo. And not at a nine. I'd give him like a six and a half, seven. I'd give Oswaldo a seven or an eight, honestly, with how he's, I mean, we talked about this a bit two weeks ago, you know, he's, he's fitting as somebody who came in playing left field once. Exactly. He's doing a great job in right. Exactly. Um, Everyone else, a zero, an absolute yeah. zero. Like I'm, 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 I'm sorry to say this, Peraza, you're included. He hasn't it's done a three ton. Three games, Scotty. He hasn't done a ton, granted. He went two for, he hit a double in his first at bat. I mean, defensively. I mean, but listen, at the same listen, time, you know, listen, again, know, yeah, his first his first hit was a double. His first hit I know we're drug testing IKF, but he hasn't IKF made really as many errors as that man. Okay, well, the the same point is that if you actually look at the stats, IKF is one of like the best defensive fielders. Okay, Aaron Boone. Okay, Aaron Boone. Let's relax. no, like like for real, like there. If you look at if you look at some, I mean, granted, it's probably like D War, which is like extremely inconsistent. But I saw I saw some things where he is actually surprisingly up there. I didn't believe he'd be up also, there. Also, well, the amount of I don't know what scorer that man is paying off, but the amount of balls that should be errors against him that are yeah. like magically hits is ridiculous. But well, I mean, but this is not an IKF slander week. Oh, no, not at all. This is this is an IKF praise week. I mean, this come is on. A who the fuck is this week? Two home runs within what the last two weeks, three weeks. One grand slam starts today, Thursday night's game against the Twins, in the four spot, which is because of other issues which we'll get to. <laughs> but would, any other team, you wouldn't be up there. But that <laughs> Aaron Boone says you hit a grand slam last night. Guess where the fuck that puts you. Four spot. He's being put back at third base, or at least a, a little bit. He's getting tested back out there, which yeah. was a position that he he won a gold glove at. Does have more reps overall in his career at short. I but can't hurt to test people out. Can't hurt to test people out. I distinctly remember when IKF won the gold glove over Gio Urshela. And I was just like, who the fuck even is this guy? And you're like, Lexi, respectfully, he is defensively better. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. And now here we are. Here's IKF, the Yankee. Still Uh, my favorite, my favorite thing about, and I I know I'm hopping a little bit ahead here to this twin series was them talking about the Geo trade, the Geo and Donaldson trade. And they're like, look, Geo's been better a little bit offensively, but defensively Donaldson's better. I looked at my TV and I go, what the fuck did you just say? Absolutely <laughs> maybe, not. Maybe if you're talking seven years ago, like Blue Jays Donaldson here, yes, yeah. I'd agree. But you're talking like Gio Urshela has done so had, had done so many things for this team. Each year he had a top play. Exactly. Every year. Whether he was in Cleveland or the Yankees, the question mark was never his defense. His defense was always his strength. The question was always his offense. And the whole we're trading Gio for Josh Donaldson cell was to plus the offense. And now who's sitting his ass on the bench during the twin series? Josh Donaldson. Just fucking saying. Anyway, we'll get back to the twin series in a minute. Let's toss back to probably rock bottom. I'd say of the season was that race series. Would you agree? I don't know. I think we hit rock bottom a little before that, but <laughs> but like this one, like really Moon hit. talked about this it. This one really Judge talked about it because it was poor play in the time that it mattered. Exactly. The other, the past rock bottom, quote unquote, was we were still like it's fine. We're still whatever, ten games ahead, twelve games ahead. Now you hit rock bottom against a divisional team against a divisional team who has cut your 
miraculous, like shocking lead to what? Three games? Five games. Five games? Yeah, five, yeah. Like, and then to to lose two of three. And not that I don't want to say none of the games were competitive because I know we kept the Rays low scoring, but they there was never a moment that I was like, the Yankees can come back from this, or you okay? No, because I'm saying at the same point, the Rays are not a healthy team. Yes. The Rays, Glass now is just getting off a mound now. They've had Wander has been out most of the season. Mm-hmm. They're not a healthy team. Yeah, we can't even use the excuse of, well, all of their we're starters not healthy. are playing yeah. and we're not healthy. We weren't, we're not at a 100% Yankee team, but they're also nowhere near a 100% Rays team. And we still looked like we did. Yeah. <laughs> Which was not great. Um, Let's take a quick look at why the Yankees are not 100%. Because, you know. Guess who's back? Knock, knock, knock. Injury bugs year? here. Are you going to be here for the next, like, two weeks talking about all of our injuries? I, it's it's a never-ending list. There's never a week where we're like, nobody's hurt today. Um, We can start with Andrew Benintendi. Mm-hmm. Broke his wrist. Mm-hmm. I didn't see what happened. Did you? I didn't see it either. I did not. Um, What? What is it? about the Yankees that as soon as people put pinstripes on, they're like hurt. It's automatically it's crushing hurt. because it's crushing because he went from the first two weeks he was a Yankee. He was playing poorly. Yankee, yeah. And then he started getting into the groove and he looked really good. He had a point mm-hmm. where he was looking really good. Ben Intendi that we traded for and then he gets hurt. Right as he was getting in that groove, right as he was fitting in, he gets hurt. And it's just um, then we can move on to, uh, what the, I just like blanked Anthony Rizzo migrant travel back from California with us because he got an epidural, like he's pregnant for back pains and then had quote unquote headaches, which placed him yeah. on the IL. So who knows how long that's going to last. And then today. Whoa, we're missing somebody else. Stanton. Oh yeah. Took a foul ball off the foot. Yep. That hurt me. I don't even know what exactly he did there. If that broke, I don't think it broke it. No, I. I um, but he, I think he's day to day. Yes, he has not been announced to the IL. Um, and Who then knows? the last one that you're about to talk about, um, probably the most disappointing player on the team the last week, Mr. DJ Lemayhew. On for what was a toe issue? Brained second toe. Motherfucker, how do you even It's just because he toe? was playing he was just it was just he was playing like shit. Not even playing like shit. Here's the thing. Again, he was kind of playing like shit. What he was, he was like not, 24 he games without a standard. He yeah. wasn't playing DJ. Yes, he was not like you know, we know DJ for this average guy. He's not yeah. always gonna put the ball over the fence, but he's an average guy. They were talking, he was like 20 games without an extra base hit or something like that. Something absurd mm-hmm. you'd never expect from him. And he was, his average was going and pitting down. And there had to be something for it. So whether this sprained second toe is real or not, or whatever it is, should give him a break. Should get him time. He should be able to come back and be at least a, a little more like the DJ that we are used to seeing. Yeah. Um, but definitely, uh, disappointing to see, Very. to see that happen. It might not be, I might've made the second toe up. This just says sprained toe. I don't know why I was like, his second it's a, toe. It's some sprained toe. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I just know that for a fact. <laughs> I do, I do have one thing positive to say before we turn to, to the, the topic that everyone wants to talk about being Aaron Judge, unless you have more to say about the race series. Um, that isn't about Aaron Judge, no. Yeah, I mean, we just have to take that race series as a as a an about face. Like you have to see that, you have to know that that is it. it you cannot allow it to get worse than that, because that should have been like the turning point 
and the lock-in. Like, if we, I believe if we won the series, it would have been nearly impossible. Like, the Rays would have had to be, like, practically perfect um, to win the division. Uh, So now you really have to take that as an about face. Um, What I want to say very quickly, just chat about my little science theory real quick. Because Marwin Gonzalez comes off, off the paternity, of list. The paternity list. And guess what he does? His first hit in like 26 days. Not even that. I think it was 26 games, about a month, month and a half. He hits a home run. You want to know why that happened, Scotty? You know why? Because of the child. He was blessed with a baby. Now... I do not think that this means Marvin Gonzalez should continue to be on the everyday roster. I still don't think he should be there at all. I would like to keep that noted. But I'm just saying, the the correlation, it's it's all there. It's all there. Now, moving on to the more exciting topic, Aaron fucking Judge. What is, what's, the, what's the term you've been using for him the past uh, few days? He has been a hard carry. Hard a carry. hard carry for the team. Whatever. Wow. There are so many stats going around. He's batting 380. The rest of the team is batting 208. Okay. Whatever the heck it is. You're a little, a little, a little dramatic with 380. I know. I know. I'm joking. Since the All Star break, Aaron Judge has a 340 average while the team has. Oh, a that's not that far. Oh, I was not that far. Aaron Judge has hit 21 <laughs> home runs since the All Star break, and the rest of the team has gathered 32. Judge has a 41 on base percentage. The team, 275. That's embarrassing. Slugging 823 and the rest of the team slugging 322. Also wildly embarrassing. So, fun fact. uh, I just went to a Winston-Salem Dash game today, which is the high A affiliate of the White Sox. Mm -hmm. They have a board out in left center field that has a home run count. Uh... 48 home runs have been hit currently by the Winston-Salem Dash at home. I looked at that. Somebody mentioned it. They're like, oh, they have a home run count. I looked at it. I go, 48. Aaron Judge has more. (laughs) (laughs) That Um, was all I said. Well, there was at one point Aaron Judge had more home runs than like, I want to say it was the White Sox. He's Uh, at 56. He's in the tie. I think he's, he's getting close to the Tigers organization. Yes. So Judge is at 56 at this current moment. We're at the point where... Yes, network app sends you a notification every time it's an Aaron Judge at bat, just in case you want to catch him at <laughs> 57. Um, I have games- seen, I've Sorry. seen two of his home runs, uh, are like, like probably his most, his two most recent ones, I'm pretty sure. Um, and it's the one was, it was like, oh, it's game time. Let me go sit down, put the game on. He is already, he is, he is already turning around first. I'm like, God damn. I go next, whatever, two games, two days later, we're now playing the Twins, and I'm like, huh, you know, I am I'm I have it on, and I'm like, all right, I have to do this other work, I do this other work, and I'm like, oh, let me look and see what's going on in this game. He is running around first. I'm like, son of a... <laughs> oh, the Yankees are currently sending up Giancarlo Stanton to pinch hit. Oh. Tying runs at third base. Mm. Because Aaron Judge scores on our favorite offensive player, the wild pitch. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I, I also Aaron think Judge show, uh, scores the only way he knows to on his own. <laughs> on his own. Um, I think it's very interesting. I believe he's tallied three or four walks, um, intentional walks over the last like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And Michael K was talking about it today that he's surprised that teams haven't started to do that sooner. Exactly. I I agree you just ran that. the stats. You just ran the stats. We're batting two oh eight or whatever, two oh nine. Exactly. As the rest of the team, what is there? What is what is the problem with him being at first? The thing is, here's the thing, right? The what he's gonna get his four more stolen bases and have a twenty sixty year. Ooh, he gets stranded <laughs> at second base instead of first. I'm just saying he's he has sixteen stolen bases, so if he gets twenty, he'll be not a part of the twenty twenty club, but the twenty sixty club, which is a <laughs> lot more selective. Um <laughs> See, I'm I'm divided on this because as a as a, a coaching approach, you would have thought that people would have stopped throwing him around home run 45, maybe. 
maybe 45 is a little dramatic maybe home run 40 but the whole thing the whole thing that was going over it was like you know during the prime it was oh you have dj before him who can get on error and then you have you judge and then oh my god you have Stan over there who's gonna yeah you now you now they can avoid him which which yeah. sucks um but the the baseball fan in me and it's probably also the yankee fan in me wants him to break it so bad that I feel like, you know, you're playing the A's, you're playing the Nationals. Now that teams are starting to get out of playoff contention, I feel like when you play those teams, it's they shouldn't be... intentionally walk and They should <laughs> actually put the ball right over the plate. Just well, so he just like like people playing the Cardinals right now, just, just give, give it to Pujols the pitches. Just let him do it. I gotta say, though, I knew that one of them was coming. I knew he was gonna hit. I think it was the first game against the Twins. I knew it was coming because it was like a young pitcher. He, like, tried to throw a slider and slipped. It went up and in. Like, it was a ball, like, clearly out of the way. And I was like, he's gonna throw that again. He's gonna hang it, and it's gonna go so far over left field. (laughs) And that's exactly what happened. (laughs) And then he was like, I can make this same mistake with like That's like rule one of pitching is, like, especially... Don't go back! that's but like even for especially for judge have you ever seen like any of his home runs that are very good no doubt home runs they are up sliders that's it <laughs> don't do it it's, it's wild i don't understand i don't i'm grateful for the mistakes because like what he's at 56 so he needs five is that yeah, the right math i think five or uh, i forget if it's 61 or 62 five to tie he right now yeah. has the most in a single season for a Yankee, he beat a Yankee. Yankee. Yeah. Yep. Um. How many games? Do you know how many games we have left off the top of your head? Uh, we're at one thirty-six, I think. So we've got twenty-eight games. Sounds about right. I feel like it's practically impossible for him to not hit five more home runs in twenty. Yeah, games. with his rate, he like hasn't gone longer than what four games without a home run. I think I looked and. I think I have it in my notes. Let's see. I think it's like the Ash opposite of K through nine. It's home runs, <laughs> home through, runs nine. through nine. Um, I think he went. I I tried to look it up. Of I think he might have gone twice throughout this entire year, of a three or more game span without a hit. Yeah, I mean, I'm without a hit. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm hit. trying. He went hitless like three games in a row. I'm like trying twice. to go through the math here. To hit 52 home runs in 130 games, you said. Yeah, like 135. That means he's hit at least one in a little less than half of the, a little more than half the games. A little less than half. Fifty six. Yeah, it would be a little, a little less, than less than half. Than half. Yeah. And like that's not counting the days that he hit two. Like he, there's just, and I know, I know there's a very large argument of baseball is a game of numbers. Baseball is not a game of numbers. But I feel like at, at the pace that he's been able to consistently hold. Over 130 whatever games, 128 games. Five is not shocking. Asking yeah. Albert Pools to hit five <laughs> is a little well, bit it, it more is because, shocking. I mean, he but, also doesn't play every day. Yeah. So obviously, that's something that you have to keep an eye on because at this point, one, his success is the only thing that drives Yankee success, right? Yeah. And Yankee happiness. And Yankee happiness. Um, and you just have to watch because it's fucking cool, bro. Yeah. Now, I wanted to talk to you about this last week, but unfortunately you left me with a fucking wall. But it's fine because MLB on Fox brought it back up again. And, I, and the thing is, I want it to be a discussion, but I know it's not because I know we're both on the same side. What is the argument that I don't think exists that Shohei is even in contention for MVP against Aaron Judge? I don't... I mean, the only thing like here's the thing is Shohei is you know we we talked about this there's no reason that Shohei Otani should be the MVP every year just because he pitches and hits exactly he should have to pitch and hit at a high level a, a he should be excelling in both currently he is excelling in both but I don't think by a great enough margin not better than judge then yeah what judge is doing right now and and exactly that you're now looking at you know a historic season for judge historic for the yankees and were probable and not secured 
very probable total record, like overall yeah. MLB record here. And, you know, that's a whole thing of, I also want to ask you that after, but, um, you know, you're, you're looking at, at a guy who's about to, who could very possibly break an MLB record compared to a guy who that people didn't my, think ready, would ever be broken. Ready what I thought about this? And I thought about this, this recently. People are like, oh yeah, look, if you look at war, Judge has like a like a two war higher or something like that. He has a nine and, one war war and Shohei has a seven nine. And people are like, oh yeah, well it's because Shohei pitches and war doesn't help pitching. Yeah, well, Shohei plays defense once every five days. Judge plays it every day. Exactly. You can look at it that way as well. Like that's the whole reason why your Don is so unlikely to get or any DH was so likely to get a you know a, a MVP because you don't play the defense. You're not there every day to help your team help your team offensively all you want. But if you're not there consistently contributing defensively, then you know it does that really help you? Granted, pitching wise, it's the same thing. You know, okay, look, he's doing great pitching. He will go and he has like eight wins or something like that. I that was like a month ago that I probably saw he had eight wins or something like that. He probably has more than that, but that's helping your team. Um, uh, don't assume an Angels win there, buddy. Well, he was also like, he also had like the, like the most wins compared to like everybody else. Um, <laughs> um, but like that, that idea of like, cool, you're contributing defensively to your team's win total once every five days defensively from your pitching. Mm-hmm. Judge is also out there helping, although in a less defensive way, he's still out there every day saving runs and somehow especially in positions that he's not always comfortable. He's getting thrown in center field a lot this year. Yeah. So I feel like it's still, I I feel like it's still especially leaning on, on judge. Now, granted, as I said earlier, if Shohei has a crazy good year, both pitching and hitting hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm not saying that he should never get it just because he pitches and hits and like, you know, it's overrated or something like that. But with what's happening right now with Judge, I feel like there's no question. I agree. So I think something you can like look at, right, is last year I think Shohei wins because although Vlad put together a triple crown, would be an MVP literally any other year season, last year was impressive because it was the first year that Shohei proved that he could do both. Yeah. Then it made sense. I don't think you can use that argument again this year to be like, well, that's why he's still the most valuable player because he's still doing both. When Aaron Judge is doing this day in and day out, MLB on Fox put out a graphic, which I sent to Scotty, which I just thought was funny because first of all, they put the two of them next to each other in the graphic, both hitting, and they only, they show Shohei's, War, which is less than Judge, show his yeah. home run thirty three, which is less Just than Judge's less than, at well this point fifty five. <laughs> then they show Judge's one hundred and eighteen RBIs versus Shohei's one hundred and eighty one strikeouts, which is not the most in the American League because Garrett Cole hit two hundred the other day and then just shoved fourteen more yesterday, which we'll talk about in a second. Um. Aaron Judge's 301 average and Shohei's 258 RBI, which again is not even the best ERA in baseball. He said RBI, ERA, oh, 258 he had, ERA. He had I was like, Jesus point, Christ. <laughs> he had 258. Um, right, oh, so so, I, had this, I had this earlier. I mentioned this with like Judge, whatever happened, like three times where he went mm-hmm. over, uh, over in three games. 40, I had this actually written down 42 games this season. Aaron Judge has gone over, which is only 31% of and his total how games. Many for, games. For a game of failure. I was going to say, is how many games has Aaron Hicks gone over? How many games did Joey Gallo go over? Like, you can just run through the entire rest of the lineup other than maybe DJ pre whatever this fucking foot like thing D- is. Yeah, you go like DJ and probably IK up, honestly. Anthony Rizzo? Um, eh. I don't know. But like there for a game of failure that's wildly impressive. But the fact that with this ML and we've talked about the marketing side of MLB and just like always pushing Shohei, which we understand, but having to 
combined both of those stats because the hitting stat is nowhere close is just not even comparable is 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 the issue um i also think that right there's many different ways to understand the term mvp and i think last year we kind of talked about like you know if we're using the word value in terms of money shohei otani does that your free meeting will end in 10 minutes i upgraded pause pause i did this um you know we're just going to piece together two meetings scotty because i don't know i guess oh it probably needs time for the payment to process I wouldn't imagine. I don't know. It should go right through. Um. Anyway, last year we kind of used the term value in terms of money. And since Shohei was able to do both, that might have made him seem like more valuable. However, the Yankees simply would not be where they are this year in terms of wins, in terms of runs scored, in terms of any of that without Aaron Judge. Like I would love to go through and see how many games the Yankees would have lost had Aaron Judge not exactly been, that. not been on the team at all. That's what I feel especially and people are like MVP, you know, is most valuable. Who's more valuable if, you know, Shohei was on the Yankees and Judge was on the on the Angels? the Yankees would have more wins. I don't think the Yankees would have more think wins so. with Shohei. I absolutely don't Cause, think cause that's Because it was a part of the issue. I don't think Shohei's offense would help us as much as we did. No. Cool, he could pitch every once in a while, but I don't think that was really what we need excessively. There's I think also we just, needed his bat. We needed yeah, those three no runs that he could build in. to 33 home runs versus 56 home runs. There's just no answer to that. Yeah, it's not like we're losing games. You know, like because of, but we're not losing games because of our pitching. We're not losing games fifteen to eight or something yeah. like that. Where losing, it's like, okay, you know, our pitching is runs. going. Yeah, we're yeah, exactly. We're losing because our offense wasn't producing. And we talked about that, like I don't know, three four weeks ago when we talked about it. We compared what you know these these teams had and how at the beginning of the year we were scoring offensively a ton more than we did, you know, around the All-Star break, around the beginning of August and stuff like that. Shohei with 20 less home runs wouldn't help that, wouldn't change it. No, no. Um, And Zach Levine, president of the New York Yankees, spoke the other day about Aaron Judge, saying how, you know, to us, he's a lifelong Yankee, and, and obviously we're not really going to get any definite answers from this um but i don't i just always feel like that's very reassuring to hear because both sides have very much spoken about how they want to keep the relationship because when you look at situations like god this mess that continues to be the freddie freeman chronicle where like the radio host now said that the agent never said All of that fucking mess, you know. But in the end, the Braves never came out and said, we want to keep Freddie Freeman. And Freddie never came out and said that he wanted to stay in Atlanta. It was all assumed. Here, both sides have said it, which makes me, you know, kind of cross my fingers and feel like it's more likely, especially when when he locks up his MVP situation, when he beats the home run record. Like, it's almost, is the price going to be high? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I I just can't imagine the Yankees turning, like, ignoring that and, and saying we can't afford that. Yeah. And I know that some people are like, oh, the MVP thing is going to run his price tag up. Yeah, and you know what? The Yankees continue to be the, <laughs> the most profitable professional team in the world. They are seeing. They're seeing it this year. Like, the only thing that is holding us from getting judged back is Judge's decision. Yes. There's no reason that we at all should be pulling back on what we're paying him because we are seeing it right now that he is the team. Yes. He is our team. And even even in the years that people are like, oh, he's hurt, blah, blah, blah. The Yankees have always, since pulling him up, have always played better when he is on the team or and yeah. when he's playing. 
you can there there's a dip in performance when if he was hurt there's a dip in performance in days that he's not playing and it's just for the for the last time I'm gonna say it give the man a blank check only way to do it because it's just not only okay on the field wise are you gonna lose games away from the field and in your fan base you are going to piss so many people off you Mm -hmm. cannot you cannot build a judge's chamber in your ballpark and And not give the man money you can't especially especially as the yankees you can't do that i fully agree i fully agree so well, I wish that we could have had a discussion over, well, I wish, I not that I wish that you were someone who believed Shohei could win MVP because I would say, Scotty, you are no longer one of the smartest baseball players. You gotta go. Um, but I'm glad we're on the same page. Now, really quick, I feel like we have to talk about Garrett Cole. Okay. I was going to ask you one thing before we go oh, up there. Um, ask away. So we, you know, we we're talking about this whole home run record. Mm. Which home run record is yours? Which which home run record do you believe in? Do you believe in the Maris or do you believe in the Bonds? The, here's the issue: they were both on steroids. So it, it, that's that's the thing that makes this eat all so much more impressive is that every single person he has passed and every single person that he is going to pass he's just forgive me for lack of a better word he's just raw dog in these home runs right <laughs> <laughs> Nobody yeah, no, else- like and that's the biggest thing that i see about it as well is it's like his home runs to right field are at least 15 out of 30 yeah, out of 30 they're- games. like they're not they're not Yankee Stadium home runs. They're not cheap. No, they're not cheap. Um, as much as I wish that I could say that my record is the Bonds one, that's just untouchable. It's but here's my view of it is look, I we've talked about this. I believe that you could put a thing for Bonds being in the Hall of Fame because he was doing very well before the steroids. Yes. I don't you still think... do have to make contact with the ball when you're on steroids. steroids and, but the same thing that I put about it is I don't think his home run record should stand because of the steroids. Cool, you could put bat to ball, but if he didn't take steroids, most of those wouldn't go out. They're doubles. They're outs. They're exactly. So I feel like that's I had that recently, like of looking at it is like that's that's what I look at it as, and that's how I see it. But again, in the same way, I still think. Hall of Fame wise, I mean, you still had he still had a great career going. I don't think the home run record there. I agree. I don't. I don't. I don't think that home run record is is a part of it. But I do agree that he still has a Hall of Fame career. Could you imagine Aaron Judge having seventy five home runs <laughs> with the juiced ball season? He would have a hundred and five home runs. No, he would. He would have a lot more broken windows as well <laughs> and a lot more intentional walks yes <laughs> but yeah I, I as much as i would love to say oh the record that he should be aiming to break is this barry bonds no that's just no that wasn't baseball yeah. i think my favorite thing is um when people are like oh that, that was a, that was a tv and show and then it's babe ruth and they're like played against guys who pumped gas for a living <laughs> Barry Bonds, when he hit that record, was baseball in a recovery season where they're just like, yeah, it's whatever the fans want. Yeah, they're like, the bro, we need people to watch want. this fucking sport. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, you're gonna swing at beach balls. They're pulling in fans at each other. <laughs> like whatever we can do to get viewers. Um, I, I that's just that's always such a difficult topic because like you want to say, oh, stare. People want to say that steroids were bad, but like, it it saved it saved baseball. Were they? That's the thing that I have. Were I can't they? I can't deny that. Could I can't deny that. The John same Carlos time. Stanton on steroids. <laughs> Ball would be coming off his bat three hundred miles an hour. I would cry. He would just killing. crush his bat in his hand. <laughs> IKF seven home runs on the year. <laughs> <laughs> 
today he squared around to butt. I was like, I was like, motherfucker, you're in the four spot. You can't do that. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Big Guns, you gotta chill out over there. It oh, I just got the judge at battle alert for them to intentionally walk. <laughs> anyway, sorry, we are we are live checking out this hopeful walk-off win for the Yankees, but we'll see. Obviously, uh, when this goes up, our fates might be a little over. different. But um, really quick on the Yankees, I just want to acknowledge Garrett Cole. 100%. Because the relationship that Yankee fans have with Garrett Cole is is wildly fascinating. Because every people, week is new. Every, every week, people decide worth the money, not worth the money, worth the money, not worth the money. Oh, he's not playing like an ace. He is playing like an ace. He's not playing like an ace. The only guy not I'm paying like three million dollars for this. He's playing like shit. Oh my god. Oh, fourteen. Oh, just kidding. 14. I love him. Oh my god. I'm so happy we we got him on our team. Yeah. <laughs> um. 14 strikeouts is insane. Granted, we're two of them against a garbage Gary Sanchez. Yeah, she need to take one dig at him. But, but it's been a minute that you have you haven't been able to. Yeah, I've, I've just had all this like <laughs> these Gary emotions that I was able to talk about every week. Um, but this is a, and we say this every single year about the Twins, and they were talking about it on the broadcast today too. The Twins are a good baseball team you know michael k said it today for them to have the opportunity to be two and 16 against the yankees in the playoffs that does mean they had to make the playoffs all those times yeah <laughs> so as much as we're like ha ha can't we play the twins in the playoffs well, like, i mean they have what they're right now they're competing within one game of cleveland and the white Sox. exactly like that's the twin- a, that's like Although it's honestly a relatively more poor division than all the yeah. other ones, it still is. I mean, that's three teams competing for first place. Yeah, but it's not like it's not like last week. I was like, "Oh, great start by Garrett Cole with seven strikeouts against the Angels, who are you know not as offensively impressive." You have, um, you or know, like you it's have not like Carlos Correa. Yeah, like team. what? What I'm saying on the, on the oh, yeah. you have like Carlos Correa, like you have you have an offense. Yeah, there's there's an offense and and the team that's like actually a threat, and to put up 14 strikeouts is an insane amount of strikeouts. I just my my brain like can't process. You're, you're doing it. You're doing it as I said. You're doing it against Carlos Correa. You're doing it against. The best batting average in Luis Arias. Yep, and you're you're just played against somebody with the highest average in the game, who's like statistically the like one of the best at not just like not getting on just specifically getting on base, but getting on base via small hits. Yes, and you shut yeah, him down with hitting the ball. <clears throat> and and I just his last few start. I think I mean I think he went seven strikeouts, four strikeouts, fourteen strikeouts, but like maybe one run over the last three starts yeah i just just need to give him a little tip of the cap a little thank you sir i will give you 325 million dollars any day do i do we both sometimes say hey you're not playing like you're 325 of course because the standard for a guy getting paid 325 million Versus a guy like Nestor, who is getting paid about 300, 325 cents, <laughs> different. Okay. But I, I will never understand the, I want to call them like bandwagon Garrett Cole fans. Because yeah, sometimes they're on the bandwagon of Garrett Cole sucks. And sometimes they're on the bandwagon of Garrett Cole is the greatest in the entire world. And it's just frustrating. That scared me. <laughs> yeah, that's Felix. Hello, Felix. Um, do you All have right, anything? I'm gonna else? take a I'm gonna take a moment of silence here. Um, two outs, bases loaded for IKF. Uh, another grand slam. Bro, <laughs> take. I thought you. I literally, Scotty, thought you were gonna say I'm gonna take a moment of silence here for Queen Elizabeth. Nah, uh, you like, kidding yeah, me? Nah, right, I'm gonna Lizzie. I'm I'm a I'm a slap the over for home runs by Nick Castellanos. 
I think he's on the IL. I don't think he, he was able he to didn't hit. play today. <laughs> I don't believe I he was able to hit a home run today, which is unfortunate. I looked, um, I was like, I gotta see this. And then I looked, he wasn't on the he wasn't on the roster. I'm like, ah. <laughs> do you have any other Yankee news? I do not have any other Yankee news. I am somehow drawing a blank on anything that happened in the rest of Major League Baseball. So this um, is so on you. There- wasn't a ton really that I saw. Um, one key thing. Sorry, get there. I get fuck. We lost. Grounded a second. Um, get, oh, you darn, thought you were gonna he... beat out a grounder a second? By KF. Hey now, hey now, hey now, hey now. He really bulked up recently. It was Scotty, okay. It was I. No, it was IKF with the infield in, and the first baseman was coming like came off the bag towards second. So he was in a it was in an off position. You never know what could happen Scotty, there. But anyways, he's bulked up. To be able to hit his home runs. All right, he is a power so, hitter now. The hell he's a thing? little, a little bit slower. Um, I do have to say that Scotty's reaction to Ronald Guzman showing up in the lineup probably made my week. He just sent a screenshot of it and circled it, and he was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" I said, "I said," and I go, "This is a there's a TikToker to do this in their basketball TikTokers. It's funny." They go, "I'm sorry, who?" <laughs> <laughs> but in all fairness, right? Who? I don't think we have Chris. I was, but I don't think we have Chris Gittins anymore. No, we don't have Mike Ford. We don't have Luke Voigt. No, we don't have Greg Bird. We didn't have DJ LeMahieu. We didn't. We we needed to just pull (laughs) some guy, someone. But and then we had to give. We had to give the off day to. um, I'm blanking on his name. He's freaking Marwin. We had to we had to give an off day to Marwin because he's actually not that good at first. Who would have fucking thought? Hey, breaking news: Marwin Gonzalez not great at baseball. <laughs> Spring training makes people look like gods. Remember when we thought Higgy was good at hitting the ball? Yeah, yeah. Crazy something about that Florida weather. Um, fuck, I wanted to say something when you. Oh, really quick before we switch to non. Yankee stuff. Miguel and du- I know we lost today. Miguel and Duhar, two run shot. Two one. He swung hard. <laughs> swung the bat fucking hard. Listen, it does he make me nervous in the field? Absolutely. But you know what? Put the man in the box. Just, just put him in the bo- put him in the box with John Carlos Stanton doing whatever the fuck he's doing now. <laughs> With whatever the fuck hurts, his just, just glass just rolling foot. a die. He's rolling a die, seeing if he wants to swing or not. Yeah, it makes no sense. Matt Carpenter is was at games recently saying, I'm going to be back on the field in six weeks. I'm going to finish my at-bat when I know that I broke my foot. And John Carlos Stanton's like, mm, I have a paper cut. <laughs> okay, granted, if a ball comes off of John Carlos Stanton's bat and hits I'm his sure foot, it's, it's going to sure, fucking hurt. Yeah, I'm sure it was not a tap. <laughs> Uh, oh, one last. Sorry, I know I keep saying one last thing about the Yankees. <laughs> one actual one last thing. Harrison Bader did begin baseball activities. I believe oh, he started really a running good. program. I believe he's scheduled to start in a like a low A or Tampa game within the next few weeks. Okay. Well, I don't know huge. the exact wording in the contract that we have with the Cardinals, but I know that it includes if he doesn't play. So I don't know if it's on low A or anything like that, if he doesn't get his rehab or if he doesn't get a major league start or something like that. There's a thing of if he didn't recover in time by the end of the season, we would get another um, player in the trade, probably just like a, a kind of a bum prospect. But I think it's probably making MLB recovery. Yeah, I mean, I think even without this news of him most likely starting a rehab soon, I think there was always the the thought that he would be ready yeah i mean that's probably that's like baseball. Well, i mean clearly that's like why we why we were okay with trading for him yeah but for jordan montgomery to continue thing. holding a, what's it what's fucking montgomery's era right him, now and i didn't even i couldn't even he find has him. like 800 wins they've scored four runs for him he's given up one let's see i'm actually gonna look now um so with st louis he is five and oh with a, with 43 innings pitched and seven earned runs, which gives him a 1.45 ERA. Granted, he had a 3.69 with us. I know, but five and zero. 
five and out. Then again, giving up seven runs, the Yankees would not have been able to score Never enough runs. Scored for him. seven runs. They've not collectively. Let's see how scored... much. How much has has the Yankees St. have Louis. not collectively scored seven runs for Jordan Montgomery in the four years he's All been right. on the team? So ready, game one. Uh, I think we talked about this. He oh, was won, that his Maddox? Won nothing. Yeah. No, he won one nothing. I was against the Yankees. You then won three one five one one nothing six five eight to nothing six five. So St. Louis slowly getting more comfortable scoring for. Yeah, but the one that he gave up <laughs> five runs, yeah, he never no, won are, that one for. No, him. no, yeah, yeah, six five. That's six five against and Atlanta. Not a that shot. Been, that would have been a five three <laughs> loss. <laughs> um, good for him, bro. I'm sorry that I. Listen, I'm hoping and praying that Harrison Bader comes back. I mean, listen, I just want... Because I don't want Hicks in the line. I was going to say, <laughs> as long as he can sort of hit the ball in fair territory, I don't need him to be the fastest guy in the field. I don't need him to... Actually, I would like him to catch every single ball. And you know what? I would like him to come up and look like he's actually throwing the fucking ball. Because that's the part... Yes, his offense fucking pisses me off, but it's the... It's the... I'm not even going to attempt to throw... After I get the ball by hits yeah. that I hate. Yeah. Anyway, around the league, Scotty. Yes, I want to say this is something I wanted to talk about for a hot minute. I never got around to. Oh. Um, we're gonna stick with pitching and trades of pitching that happened. Oh wow! I want to talk about it, it relates even to the Yankees here. They just played the Twins. <laughs> Scotty's like and the web. It all I'm connects. throwing everything in. You're right like now. that guy with the fucking <laughs> pinboard and the yarn <laughs> connecting it all. <laughs> I want to talk about the Orioles trade of Jorge Lopez away from their team. The Orioles so, brought up that young kid. Sorry. Yes, Gunnar Henderson. This was we'll this was your responsibility last week, honestly. But <laughs> he did make he it. Did, he hit the home run on Friday. Oh, it was okay. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was one. Yeah, hop yeah. off, hop off. I'm sorry. Where the fuck were you? <laughs> um. But anyways, with the Jorge Lopez, Jorge Lopez gets traded. And we talked about in the podcast, you know, it looked like a weird trade. Jorge Lopez was like great closer, really slept on closer. Since getting traded to the Twins, Jorge Lopez has 12 and two-thirds innings pitched, 10Ks, five walks. Okay, things. He is a 2.84 ERA. Not great for the position that he's in. With Baltimore, he was down to a 1.68. What's flicks? Let's flick to the player that they now have closing, also very slept on, Felix Bautista. This is on the entire year, a 1.62 ERA through 61 innings, 11 earned runs, and a 4.71 Ks per walk. Respectfully, roll O's. Roll O's. (laughs) Roll O's. And let's continue it into Mr. Gunnar Henderson. Gunnar Henderson. Honestly, already put his name on the board. I think he may be number. I might put him at number four, number five, best hair in the league. Um, <laughs> number one, gotta be Dan. I think Dansby's up there. Dansby's up be, there. He's gotta be number one. Dansby's Dansby's way up there. Um, you know, there's there's a few names up there. You can't you can't really sleep on. Um, but you know, but I think Harrison Bader you can put up. There I was gonna say well. Harrison Bader with nice his hair. long hair. You could toss him in there. But he definitely he comes in with a full head of hair. It's honestly, I put him, I compete him with Dansby, because he's got thickness to the hair. It's, he's got he's got volume. He's got volume. Yeah. To the hair. And the best part about it is, you know, his his first his first big hit there. He goes hits a home run. Of course, the helmet comes off on the swing. So he is prancing around the bases. He looked like <laughs> he looked like Prince Charming <laughs> riding the horse in Shrek. And it's just like flowing. And you're like, yeah. Chipper Jones recognized it. Huge, huge as an Oriole to get a Chipper Jones tweet. He's their number two prospect. Guys, Orioles, if they're not if they're not making the playoffs this year, they're making it winning the division next year. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) If the Yankees keep playing the way that they are. Um, that, no, that's like, that's the thing is even that, you know, I've, I've known of Gunnar Henderson for the last two years. Um, you know, I've been keeping an eye on him. I know he's really good. Of course, Adley, everybody knows Adley. 
you know, he's he's crushing it for them. Cedric Mullins is doing so well. Anthony Santander is doing so well. And now they have Gunnar Henderson up there. They have Grayson Rodriguez still in the minors coming off oh, of, a, oh, like a, a strain in his side. Well, he's he's coming off of injury. Uh, Rodriguez is coming off yeah, of injury. Yeah, yeah, Tommy he only threw like, uh Yeah, he only threw like four innings in his last outing, but they were very, it was like, it was like, it was like four Ks through four innings. It was wild like that. So At this point, have, it feels like the Orioles are like, we're just going to break them all. They bring have them. the potential. They have the potential, and I'm actually really excited. And, like, they're the Orioles, so nobody's looking at them, and they are slept on so much. They can make a playoff po- push. You have no clue what they're willing to do. They are led. When they go, except when they have to play Toronto and specifically Bo Bichette. <laughs> yeah, Bo Bichette lit the shit out of them. <laughs> they are led by angry little gnome. Rugned Odor, <laughs> do not let anything get past them. He says, they think you guys suck. We have better. <laughs> like, I have been cut by every team I've been on. I'm also only 29 years old. <laughs> so young, but I look so old. Um. But yeah, roll, roll fucking O's. And you know what? And you know what? Keep... Look at that. Look at what, look at it. It's freaking nuts. Look at what happens when you pull up your fucking prospects. They get good. Who'd have, who'd have thunk that these guys that were like the best in their draft classes would be continue, would continue to be good at baseball. Who thought that? Crazy. It's like your prospects actually get better and have a prime past the age of 28. Ron Marinaccio finally getting his fucking call up when he's six months younger than Rugnet Odor. Are you kidding? <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> Sorry. Scotty, what else no. you got? You know what? Uh, let's keep let's keep in the O's organization. Oh. A fun little event happened this past week. Um, I went to a local uh independent league game, um, the High Point Rockers. And that's a little fun fact there. Mr. Mickey Janice currently plays there. So for those who don't know who Mickey Janice is, he was primarily in the or, uh, in the Orioles uh, minor league system. He got pulled up for like a game or so. Um, well, he got pulled up for a few games um, into the actual Orioles. So look at that. We're staying connected here. Um, but he was there. Keep connecting those strings. I'm, <laughs> the strings are all right there. Um, but I was able to go and talk to him. So again, Mickey Janice is the last most recent knuckleball pitcher to play in the MLB pure knuckleball pitcher. We're not counting any bullshit from catchers throwing shit. Um, <laughs> you said the MLB. I was just correcting you. Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, we're not, hey, ta- we're hey, not counting. Hey, Robert Clement, Roger Clemens, Robert Clemens, whatever the son is. Cody. Cody. Thank you. I was like, Roger Clemens is the dad. Cody Clemens strikes out Joe Otani. Let's Joey, not. Joey, Joey, Back to the Shohei Otani argument. You cannot be the American League MVP and be struck out by an outfielder. That, (laughs) absolutely not. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. So he's the Um, last true knuckleball pitcher. He was the last true knuckleball pitcher um, to play. Uh, He just actually only played purely 2021, only time that he played. So it was cool. I was able to actually talk to him about everything, talk to him about how he's, you know, how he throws the knuckleball and everything like that. Um, he's now actually added the knuckleball uh, to his. I God, I wish that thing is uncomfortable to throw. <laughs> um, I tried it. Uh, but it was cool being able to talk to him, being able to talk to him not just about pitching but about everything. I asked him, I was like, "Hey, you know, who were some of these players that you played with?" Oh, um, you asked about Trey Mancini. I did not ask about Trey Mancini. Uh, I asked primarily How's about he his doing on the Astros. Probably he's, garbage, he's, right? He's doing terrible. Um. I think he's just doing average. Uh, But I asked him about, like, you know, these players that he played with or against. He said that he played – he had one at-bat against Gunnar Henderson in, like, spring training. He had – he had pitched to Adley. Like, things Mm -hmm. like that. That is just a cool cool connection there. He said he's, is like, the most probably iconic people that he can think of to pitch against was Rafi Devers and Vladdy. And he was like, those are the two best. I asked him, he was like, I was like what's your favorite stadiums to go to? Minor league, major league, whatever. He goes, O's, of course, beautiful, beautiful. He goes, Yankee Stadium was like a surreal thing. And then he really liked Detroit. He liked Comerica. 
interesting one there. I said, I don't think anybody agrees with you on that, but okay, sir. <laughs> but he said he was again. Like, yeah, there's some some nice AAA things, but it's just cool to be able to talk to somebody like that. And that's what I learned recently is that you know you go to these games. Some of them have bullpens in the outfield, whether it's an independent league, even a minor league game. Don't be afraid to go talk to them. Like you'll get some people. Like I know you have experience with Zach Britton. Um, Respectfully. I hate Zach Britton. He bought the team a wonderful spread, but he makes me want to rip my hair out. Even as actually, <laughs> actually, disrespectfully, as a Yankee fan, do any of us still like Zach Britton? <laughs> but like, you have things like some people will be in their head a little bit. Some people will have egos, but for the most part, these pitchers, especially bullpen pitchers, whether they're starters and they already start and they're on their off day, they're people. They're, they're going to be fine with talking. The bullpen like, on their off day? Hilarious. Electric. Electric. There's so much fun. And, like, it just – I was able to talk to him. I was able to talk to another uh, another guy that was in their bullpen, you know, just about everything like that. And, you know, it, it's – they're people. And whether you want to talk baseball to them, whether you just want to talk about everything else, they're, they're people. They want to have fun. I had a guy today, um, we went, it was the Mets single aid, um, the Dash were playing against. We went over to their bullpen. We kind of were talking. One guy, like, he, like, looked, kind of turned, and then he turned away. And I looked at him, I got a 21 or whatever his, his number was. I was like, what are you more proud of? His Your, your stash, the hair? And he goes, the stash. Because <laughs> both, both were quality. <laughs> Just, like, things like that. Like, you'll have a player every once in a while be like, oh, you know, I'm too good for this or whatever. But most of them are just, like, that, Especially in single A. Those those kids are yeah. there was a kid there was a kid who was ready six three one seventy nineteen years old. Exactly. Like you're like my you know, brother. Like, my brother, we're the same. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um but yeah, no, it's just a cool experience there. And like that's like a big thing that I've realized is that like you know, these these players are people. Well that I think that's not to get into the that's the beauty of baseball conversation, but you can't do that with literally any other sport you can't talk to a basketball player during the game you can't talk to football players really during the game you can't talk to hockey players baseball i mean maybe not as much at the major league level because you don't have as you're not they're not as accessible but yeah. like but i feel like minor league point. games yeah a guy goes on a rehab stand at a minor league game do you know how i rode in an elevator with glaber torres i have talked to luke Voigt a good handful of times and it's just there are people who want to know people because they're just they spend so much time with just the team which is great but like they don't see their family so being able to socialize with like other people they're all about it so scotty's actually going to hire that guy to come and teach uh yankee pitchers how to pitch because why not add a knuckleball could you imagine nestor cortez hanging 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 hanging, and and then throwing a fucking knuckleball (laughs) they'd be like you're you're done get the fuck out of here um do you have i'm trying to think of anything else that i so zach gallon of the arizona diamondbacks has god i always forget diamondbacks exist 41 and a third consecutive scoreless innings pitched are the diamondbacks making things yeah, they were far back to start. Um, <laughs> this dates all the way back to, I have this up, I think August, yep, August 2nd was the last time he had an earned run against him. Six starts wow. he's had. Like, he's... Oh, and he's not, I would see, in my brain, I just automatically thought reliever. No. He's That's a full crazy. Starter. That's... He's a full starter. That's and, Coco you know, Bananas. <laughs> it's really great to see. I mean, granted, they are in fourth place in the NL West, and nobody's so have... watching the Diamondbacks. Yes, so they're in fourth place in the NL West. Of course, the ninety-four win Dodgers are ahead of them. Fun fact: the next team behind them is the Padres with seventy-six wins. So that is eighteen win difference. Padres are sorry, hard. officially nineteen games back. And now, due to um, this is what Baseball Reference says. They have an elimination number, and teams that are officially eliminated: the A's and the Nationals. 
Baseball reference says the Marlins, the Nationals, the Pirates, the Rockies, the Diamondbacks, the Giants. In case you were at all concerned, the first team to be eliminated from playoff contention was, in fact, the Oakland Athletics. (laughs) I think it was the Nationals, I think. It was close. It was a close I saw A's first, then Nats. And you want to know it's super fun? The Yankees lost to the A's. Yeah. But so did a lot of, like, there's actually, like, a surprising stats of, like, the the Astros were not did not have a positive win percentage against the A's or something like that. Like they're like nine and fifteen well, or something. They had a lot of plus teams that didn't perform well against the A's. Yeah, because they're used to like people being in the stands and they go there and like there's so much fucking. I can hear everything. Here. It's echoing. Bro, why the fuck can I hear myself think? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you got me. I have one final thing, and I know I'm keeping it consistent here, keeping it with pitchers. Do you know who is the active wins leader in the MLB? Now, granted, we've talked about how wins don't really matter, but do you do you want to take a guess who it could be? Can I have a team or no? I will give you the NL East. NL East. Well, I know it's not Jacob Degrom. No, not Jacob. And I know it's definitely probably not Max Scherzer either because he's still a Met too. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna go with that. It's a guy on the Braves. Okay. Is it not a guy on the Braves? It is a guy on the Braves. Is it Mr. Mustache himself, Spencer Strider? Fun fact: It's not. It's actually Kyle Wright. Their third stringer. that felt like that wordle where you guessed the MLB player, and I, I was yeah. feeling really confident. <laughs> it is Kyle Wright, their third string. Number one, Spencer. Sorry, fourth string. Fourth Strider, string pitcher there. Strider. Strider, Free. Well, it probably goes more in Freed, Strider. Yeah, whatever it is. Whatever the hell it is. He's number four, Kyle Wright. Active <laughs> wins leader one. right now. 17 wins, five losses this season. He's back. I'm sorry. Up. I'm sorry. Shohei Otani, what? Wait, ready? He's he's backing that up with a three two three ERA. You're getting beat by Not a fourth a... string pitcher, what? Mr. Otani. That's that is what is so crazy impressive about how little wins means. He is a three two three ERA, and he is leading the league in wins. He was before this season, his last three years, he had a two and eight record. <laughs> how? Where is this coming from? <laughs> like, it's such a weird, interesting statistic there that a guy who is who has is two and eight, a fourth string, probably wasn't even like like oh he was reported. I do remember hearing about Kyle Wright, but going into it, he was probably the fifth string behind um Soroka. No, the guy who just got sent down because he was pitching a five ERA. Oh yes, I know what he looks. E- Ian Anderson. Ian Anderson. Yep, he was probably a fifth string behind Anderson. Yeah, going he was a bubble guy. Year. Like a and now and now he's 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 the wins leader and I can tell you that barely anybody would know that people would probably think Justin Verlander people would probably think people you know you know these these guys who are actually very good <laughs> these like, guys who are getting all the I was attention like, how is Scotty gonna say this like the idea that there's a possibility that Kyle Wright becomes a twenty win pitcher and is a fifth string. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 ridiculous. Does that not prove the point that wins don't that really wins matter? Mean nothing. Wins mean nothing. Um, I have one last thing to connect to your your web of things. Let's go. Braves. Braves. They close the gap to the Mets uh yeah. by one run, and they play the trumpet song. Oh yeah, no. So yeah, it happened. No, that what it was was. They had a rain, a rain delay, delay going on. There's a rain delay going on. The Mets were playing the Nationals. The Nationals beat the Mets, and they played Narcos, which was hilarious. Bro, and so I think it's funny. so funny that like people will see that, and Mets fans will be like, "Oh, living room free in their head." Yeah, but like at the same point, it's hilarious because you're rivals. You're rivals. You're supposed to laugh at each other's downfall. Exactly. <laughs> like the Yankees. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Like, let's say. The in Red Sox are in a rain delay, and they Red play Sox New York, New York, pl- when they see the Yankees lose. Oh, see, I was going the other way. I was going <laughs> the other way. That, like, the know. Red Sox are, like, rain delay. The Yankees are behind by a game or whatever, rain delay. And play they play, come on, Eileen. Oh, come on, Eileen. Come on, Eileen. Come on, Eileen. Come on. Where was that coming from, Lex? <laughs> in my brain, they, like, all are the same song. <laughs> you lived Sweet Caroline for four. You're still living I'm Sweet still Caroline. still living Sweet Caroline. 
Sweet <laughs> But I just thought I thought that was so funny. Yeah, and not only that, but they also closed the division. The Braves are now they're currently a game back on the Mets and Max because Scherzer is a uh, questionably possibly taking a trip to the IL. Honestly, I think that that is going to be too good for the Mets because that's a pitcher that's good for them. So if he's gone, that means they don't have as good of a pitcher. They'll have an offense. That's so... true. That's true. That's true. So the Braves better hope that he actually doesn't go on the IL. <laughs> you can't score runs. I saw something the other day. Jacob DeGrom has like over 100 games that he has given up less than one run. Or one run or less. And I doubt God, a... I can't wait. I'm for sorry to, be... to say this. I, I want it. I'm going to look it up right now. I I doubt that he is a career 500 pitcher. I cannot wait for him to be literally anywhere. Oh, he, oh, he's well over. Never mind. He's well over 500. <laughs> 82 and 54. I which is still sad. Him. Wait, which is still sad that through how many years that he's played. Um, he he, he, had, he doesn't have 100 seasons. He, he is at nine seasons. He has 130 decisions. Yeah. I cannot wait for him to be out of the Mets organization. Like, that's crazy to look at. He has 1,300 innings. That's and disgusting. he is at 136 decisions. That's gross. Anyway, we have been talking for way too fucking long, long here. <laughs> way too long. Um... Thank you if you've made it this far. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram where Scotty is just bang, 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 crushing the graphics. Yeah. <laughs> it is at pinstripe.podcast. And we will be right back here next week, hopefully for not this long. And song. hopefully maybe with the new home run king. I'm going to say that every week till he does it. Yep. <laughs> and for Scotty. I am Lexi, and this has been the Pinstripe Podcast. Bye!